Welcome back to End is the Future, a podcast that brings together great minds to address the opportunities and challenges of making businesses both sustainable and profitable. I am Ilham Kadri, and I'm delighted to be your host today. If you are as passionate about sustainable business as I am, let's explore how End is the Future together. Today, I'm delighted to welcome explorers Gilles Denis and Nathan Goffart to the End is the Future podcast for what I'm sure will be a fascinating discussion. Earlier this year, Gilles and Nathan set off on the Nanok Expedition, a unique six-month triathlon consisting of three disciplines, ski crossing along the Arctic Circle, kayaking at sea, and vertical climbing across Greenland. By the way, their mission went beyond just exploration. They also collaborated with well-known institutions and universities in Belgium to provide in-situ measurements and samples for climate research. Solby is very proud to have sponsored Jill and Nathan on this exciting expedition. And I can't wait to hear about their incredible adventures. Jill and Nathan, thank you so much for being here today. So for those in our audience who may not know, can you briefly, in few words, explain the Nanok expedition and how did you come up with the idea of for Nanok? Yeah. Why Nanok? Yeah, of course. Well, I think you explained it very well. But um, if I need to give one sentence to explain Nanok expedition, it's really a untypical triathlon in yeah. wilderness Greenland. <laughs> and of course, you have two other parts of that. So while untypical triathlon is because it had three parts on the project. First of all, it was a sport project with polar expedition, like you explained. Mm-hmm. We did 450 kilometers crossing from west to east the Greenland, so mm-hmm. in glacier. Very cold temperature, weather was quite chilly, like minus 42, minus 45 degrees we had. And second part was the kayak part, like you said. Yeah. We did about 600 kilometers uh, yeah. on the west coast of yeah. the Greenland. And, uh, well, this was paddling throughout a uh, big glacier, from glacier. It was just amazing. Yeah. And the last part was the climbing part. So, yeah. um, well, for the people who know climbing, uh, we call it uh, doing a big wall. So yeah. uh, what we did is we did a, a wall that you need to take several days to climb it and you sleep on the wall. Other than that, we also have um, an important scientific part and human part on it. Uh, scientific is because Jill and I, we wanted to give a purpose about environment and clima- clima- uh, climatic change. Yeah. And uh, well, we find the idea of uh, the science because they need a lot of um, yeah. stuff, data. data and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in in Arctic and um, and we were there for that, so so it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And human is about the movie, and the, we wanted to to give message to people to yeah. uh, to uh, push themselves to be more perseverance, resilience, yeah. stuff like that. It was yeah. really important for us to to give to to say to the people, you need to believe, you need to dream. Yeah. I mean, it was a dream for us and we gave everything to do it. Yeah. And if we can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So this was a bit of the message. Was, was that dream scaring you at all or? Um, um yes, of course, because it's, yeah. it's been a long time preparing yeah. and, and even when you are into it, you, you, you never know if yeah. you're going to succeed or not. Yeah. But, uh, but it's, I think it's good that to be scared. Yeah, then, of course. Uh, you give if not, more it's more. not big enough. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm asking a question <laughs> at our team. They know. I said, you know, dream big. And yeah. if your dreams are not scaring you, they're not big enough. Mm. 
Well, I think you asked how it started. And, yeah, and, the, um, the, 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 you know, the origin of the idea. Yeah, yeah so um, the origin came in 2016. Um, the first time I, I went to Greenland, um, I, I discovered this place that was, that was huge and absolutely amazing with infinite possibilities. And, and along with the place and the people, I discovered three sports disciplines that really appealed to me. Ah. And... And I started thinking how I could put this together into one big, great expedition. My whole life until then has always been trying to figure out a way to, first of all, find my very own path. I have the necessity to, to, to build my own path. And then secondly, try to have a positive impact in the world. So there was, there was this, this, this idea and, and looking at adventures, I thought this is really the best job in the world to be able to inspire people to be the best version of themselves. And wow. so I wanted to be wow. one since 2008, since I was 18 years old and yeah. I tried the Arctic. Yeah. And so I obsessed over this idea of putting those three sports discipline uh, for two years. And I didn't have the skills. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the necessary endurance of physical capacity. Um, to do this thing, it was way beyond what I could achieve at that moment. But I knew that I trusted the process of taking small steps towards my goal, okay. however big and ambitious and crazy it was. And I did what it, the only thing I knew how to was I gave it a name. I put a date on it. I, I gave it a name to, to the expedition. I Why gave a it, name? So can you because, explain? Because if you can identify yeah. very clearly. Yeah. Um, and, and giving a name yeah. to something is identifying it, first, recognizing it is yeah. the first, first milestone, I think. Yeah. And why this name? Um, well, actually, so Nanak Expedition, we chose it together, together. two years yeah. later. <laughs> so that's okay. uh, originally it was called yeah. the Greenlanding Triathlon. <laughs> the Greenland, yeah, okay. So, so you say a name. And so then give it a name. Um, timeline? Put a, a timeline, yeah. so yeah. put a date on it, yeah. make it real. So and what talk was about your, it. your first date? Um, the first date was slightly earlier than the reality. Uh, it was <laughs> so, uh, well, for okay. my 30th birthday, so ah. 2020, two okay. years earlier. So now we know your age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a bit earlier, but you continued. Yeah. And then... Yes. The and then um, name, timeline... Uh, Speak about it. And then, and then talk about it. Ah. Because if, if you want to put something out into the world, out into reality, it's not enough to... You have to get it out of your head. And so you have to talk about it and so I started doing a social media and talking about it and saying out loud what I was going to do even though I didn't have a partner and there was no question I would do this alone yeah and and then I started training uh believing that taking those small steps would eventually lead me somewhere yeah and I started training and 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 hope and hoping that in doing all of that I would I would be able to inspire uh the ideal partner yeah. which came two years which later came, yeah yeah <laughs> But but then when you start talking about it, what what was the response? Were people telling you you're just crazy, right? Yeah. Or people say, ah, it's another dream. Let's see. What, what was the reaction of people around you or social media? Um, the reaction is interest. Ah. Um, because I I believe in the you you talked about dreaming big. I believe in the power of dreaming big, dreaming really big, because. If you dream big, you either people either think you're crazy 
or they think you're genius. Yeah. Um, but in both cases, you leave a mark. Yeah. And and you impact people, and 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 they, they look at you differently. Yeah. And that has, that that that's something yeah. that I think yeah. is very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Some people will think yeah. Leo is crazy. Other yeah. people will maybe thinking, "Wow, yeah. this is maybe something yeah. that will happen, and yeah. it, it's amazing." Yeah. And yeah, and this is very profound. Dreaming big, go after your yeah. passion, um, and go and and plan for it. Plan to win. So you collaborated with several scientists for climate research, and in fact, on the expedition, gathered data never before collected in such condition. And this is a significant contribution to science and our understanding of climate change. Could you both tell us about it and how was it on the field? Can you share some data, results? Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's a bit too early for results. Uh, the mm -hmm. scientists need time to do their own uh, To their digest work. all of yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. We just uh, handed them the, the samples, the measurements. Yeah, yeah. Now they have everything. Yeah. Um, but... Um, What's really satisfying is it, it started really small at the Royal Observatory of Belgium and, and then it started growing and, and uh, gathering interest. So you started in Belgium, right? Yeah. Yes. In, in, here in Brussels, mm -hmm. in the Royal Institute, you say, right? Yes, Royal Observatory of Belgium. Oh, observatory. Yes. And then it started then to it, blossom. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and then we ended up having uh, five experiments. Yeah. With uh, four universe, four Belgian universities and one research center in uh, Denmark. Denmark. And um, I think it's a bit long to explain exactly yeah, what yeah. was done. But we came back with um, uh, we 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 made uh, in situ measurements. Uh, we collected data. We collected samples in five different experiments. And what's really interesting is uh, saying it started small, but now the scientists are employing PhD. Uh, PhD students yeah. to work on those data. Yeah. So it, it's getting really um, into something serious. Um, so, but on the field, it, it, it was really good to have the science uh, for us on yeah. the field because it became, um, it became really important. Yeah. It became a source of motivation, yeah. purpose. Yeah. Um, and when Things were sli went slightly yeah. sideways yeah. with the kayaking yeah. part, which we couldn't do do it on the east coast for yeah, permit reasons yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Um, then we we switched mentality. We were really looking. That was a hard time. Yeah. It was sobering um, moment. It looks yes. like yeah. Why? Because you couldn't get the permit and you couldn't go on the on the path you 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 planned for it before, exactly. right? Yeah. So you had to change plan, right? Yeah. So we adapt. had to change plan. Mm -hmm. to adapt. So yeah. how you had to each others? What happened? Ah, what? This is a good question. Well, uh, it was one of the hardest stuff we had on the on the expedition. Really? Uh, yeah, because I mean, you you prepare yourself for four years. Uh, the the kayak part was one of the big part actually we had to do. Yeah. And uh, we were really trying for that, willing to do that because nobody did that before for just one people. 20 years ago so it was a big 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 challenge and yeah. we were ready for that yeah. and um and in a sudden two weeks before we go they say oh no sorry actually you cannot do it anymore because we forgot to say that you need a permit but we didn't give it to you like okay we need to change all our plans we are in the middle of nowhere how are we going to do that and so yeah it's big yeah difficult so to digest moment. yes yeah. yes and so we we had to well i think find out a way to to redo something um and this is good, I think, in, in all big expedition, I'm sure 
everybody have of this moment of difficulties. It never goes as planned, right? No, exactly. Did you have a team behind you on the backstage supporting you with this? Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah, we, yeah. we did everything together, so so yeah. yeah, people were there to support us, but mm. but I mean not to help us. So, so so coming back to this, I think your thought process was saying I had to change my plan. Yeah. You, you talk to each other, you find a new way. But you had science as an objective, right? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> saved us, is we thought, okay, now the kayaking part, the the more adventurous side yeah. of it yeah. is slightly lost. We, um, So we, we're going to go full on with science, ah. which, is, which is great because yeah. in the end, it turned out that the kayaking part got really interesting yeah. um, in its science aspects. Um, B- because we we focused a- everything we tailor made this yeah, new yeah. kayaking itinerary yeah. based on the science that we wanted to perform okay. and that was eye opening and and we did far more during yeah. this kayaking part than we could have done on the east coast yeah. where we would have had a lot of yeah. pressure yeah. Uh, rough times yeah not so much the mental space to yeah. really perform yeah. on, on the science, on the yeah. science aspect. Too. So outstanding. So what you are telling us is you readapted very quickly. You reimagined yeah. the path. Yeah. You find obviously you had the purpose of science, but mm. science took even more space. Uh, and we are science companies. So our science auditors here from the, uh, uh, the audience uh, from Solvay, they will love that you prioritize science mm-hmm. to kayak, although I'm sure there are a lot of <laughs> kayak fans. Uh, but but that's interesting on that path, how you reimagine. So all the pictures of your expedition are wonderful, but I especially like seeing the ones of your climbing adventure <laughs> where you open the path in a massive 550 meter cliff, which will make it safer for other climbers in the future, hopefully. You were hundreds of meters in the air for 11 days doing this. And my favorite picture is the one of the two of you in your tent in the sky, <laughs> above the clouds, looking up at the northern lights. Uh, and I love this one. I think I need to have, you know, a, a nice signature on it. With this. pleasure. <laughs> that that's must have been the most incredible experience, right? And you also gave the new pass a great name. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, of course. Well, like you say, climbing was just insane. I mean, the, the landscape where we were, it's, yeah. it's amazing. I, I need to put it in contest, but... I mean, you are at 400 meters, middle of a cliff, and yeah. uh, you have, when it's good good weather, of course, huge view on all the valley and the fjords that's coming in. You are 2,000 uh, meter high in sea level, huh? and you see the, the, the sea, so it's quite rare for that. Yeah. You have a glacier on your right, yeah. on your left, sorry. On the right, if you go a bit further up, you see the ice cap, wow. and huge mountain everywhere. So, wow. 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 And like you say, in the nighttime, you have what, big sunset, big sunrise, uh, clouds, sea clouds, and also northern light. So, yeah. oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it was quite incredible. And now for the name, we call it Imaka. Well, actually, sorry, it's yeah. Imaka. Imaka. <laughs> and what does this mean? It's Maka. mean, it's been, um, like we can say the Inshallah local, actually. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, I don't know. We don't know what's happened tomorrow. Let's see. Never know. Yeah. And why we call it for three reasons, we call it this name. First yeah. of all, but we wanted to give it a, an unique name. Yeah. Of course, it's in its words. Yeah. Uh, the second is we quite experienced that doing our traveling and doing our expedition, like um, logistic problems and stuff. Like we were like, okay, guys, where are our stuff? They're coming tomorrow. Well, I never know. Maybe tomorrow, maybe, maybe not. We shall see. <laughs> so we experienced that by the lot. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, and the third one, um, I think, is 
well, people maybe don't know exactly what is opening a new wood and climbing a new wood, but, but climbing for me, opening a wood on a cliff is really a step in the unknown. What I mean is you never know when you're climbing, where you're going to go to. Of course, at the beginning, you look uh, to see the cliff and you say, okay, we could go there, 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 there. But when you are on it, yeah. actually, sometimes I climb 10 meters, yeah. my protection is 10 meters below yeah. and I'm stuck and yeah. I cannot go yeah. even further. I say, yeah. oh no, I cannot go there. Where I need to go, left, right hmm. and see Maka. Let's see, yeah. let's see what's happened. Yeah, yeah, you don't know, but yeah. you need to continue. You need to continue. And I think this yeah. is quite a good way. Mm. It's about, you know, focus on what you control, what you don't control and Maka. <laughs> <laughs> I might exactly actually exactly steal that. it and, 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 and that's be present in the moment. So yeah. it's even more important when you are in those unique situations, right? So what's about you? Uh, I, I totally agree with Nathan. It, it was uh, those views that we have, this experience yeah. up there. Um, sometimes <laughs> I had to slap myself to, 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 to <laughs> realize this was true because... Yeah. How many photos you took, for example? Um, but actually, thousands? Not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Because yeah. when, when you're on the wall, um, yeah. um, everything needs to be attached. Yeah. Because yeah, hundreds of meters high, it's vertical, yeah. always hanging. Yeah. Um, so cameras, those things yeah. are not easy to to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you can drop Indeed. your phone, you can Indeed. drop the camera. Yeah. Um, but so we, yeah, we, we yeah more than that. Maybe it's a bit selfish, but uh, I mean, it's in my head. It's, it's, it's in, the yeah. image in the head. I yeah. don't want to take the picture and yeah. don't profit from the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. But, yeah. but we are happy that you took some pictures for us. Yeah, of right? course. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, you must have seen a many inspiring sights in nature than the rest of us can only dream of. What was that like for you? What's your preferred one? Um, in your head. In my yeah. head. Yeah. Well, there was this moment where we visited uh, this glacier front in Kalegalit yeah. Fjord. Yeah. So in the south of Greenland, there's a, there's a fjord called Kalegalit, and um, and there's a there's a there's a, um, a glacier front that yeah. comes all the way to the sea, yeah. and and this is a place I had been to since 2016 every year because I'm I'm working there, guiding, taking taking people okay. to this particular yeah. fjord and glacier. Yeah. And, but seeing it from a kayak yeah. um, with Nathan and then that year especially was amazing because it, it was both absolutely incredible to see, but also, also quite frightening. Mm. You would see those, those huge uh, um, pieces of ice just um, uh, exploding and, 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 and popping out of the glacier mm. front and falling mm. into the sea, creating huge uh, huge waves um and and it was cracking and banging everywhere like cannon cannon shots and um it was very 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 powerful wow but it was also so active yeah. i had never seen it so active really? in in all those years and and actually the, the glacier the, this glacier has retreated so much wow um so you could see the difference right yeah. you could see the difference and so actually, for skeptical of climate change you've seen it yeah actually what one of the the most obvious signs that we saw was uh again during the kayak part um we had a map a topographical map from 2001 uh so 21 years ago Mm. And we had selected carefully with the scientists three fjords that we had to go to. And we had to paddle all the way to the bottom of the fjords, to the glacier fronts, to go and collect the uh, filtered yeah, samples filtered for them. Yeah. And 
doing so, we realized that each and every fjords, uh, front, glacier front that we had to go to were five to seven kilometers back mm-hmm. from from where it was indicated on the map yeah. um and so if you make the, the the if you make the math seven kilometers in 21 years that's 300 meters on meters, average yeah. per year per year um and that's how much it retreats and if you consider the number yeah. of glaciers yeah. around greenland that's yeah. insane yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Insane. It's insane so that's that's a great fact you bring back you mm. know uh, as an observation and obviously the the urgency of climate change and and, you know, we are part of the industry and we are part of the problem, but the solution and yeah, we need new solutions to reimagine. I imagine that during those five months, there were many, many ups and downs. Was there ever a time you were tempted to give up? If so, yeah. what gave you the strength to continue to overcome these difficulties? Um, and also, I wonder, looking at you both, mm-hmm. uh, you are friends, buddies. Yeah. When, when did it start? Were there times where you agreed to disagree? Were they disputes? Okay. You know, Tell us a bit how it works. <laughs> Is there a leader in this couple? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, yeah, for to to give the answer for the first question, um, I don't think in any moment we wanted to give up, for sure. But of course, we had some difficulties and some some problem on the way. So it's it's obvious. And um, how you can cope with that? Uh, the first one for me is the training. Uh, actually, when you train, you you fail. And no, you know what is what is it, yeah. and so you are ready for that. Yeah. And and actually, it's good to be ready for that because you're going to give everything on the day when something bad happens to continue and go forward. So it's a bit like a sport people, professional sport people. They ninety percent of the time the training, and ten percent of the other time what they do is they compete and they try to succeed. But of course, it's never succeed. Sometimes it's a lot of failure, and one time you succeed. But they get trained for that, and they they are willing to do that. Then expedition is a bit the same, and you yeah. need to. Try to get that in your mind to mean that, yeah, of course you can fail. It's normal to fail because it's risk. Um, and, and it's for this that not a lot of people are doing that, but you're doing it for that yeah. reason also yeah. because it's yeah. risky and, and, and yeah. failures yeah. exist. Yeah. And I think that the second point is you need to go step by step because you can fail something, but it's not mean that the expedition is, yeah. is a failure also. Yeah. Sometimes you can miss a part, but if you keep going forward, mm-hmm. keep thinking about the next step. And not looking backwards, yeah. you can continue, you can and continue you can say, then. "Okay, well, I, yeah. I have a lot of stuff to do yet." And and Jean did it already, right? I mean, he was there; he accommodated. It was your first. It was my full experience there, right? The po- yeah, the polar crossing and polar, polar expedition. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and did you also. rely more <laughs> on on Jean's, you know, knowledge, know how, you know? This, I, I, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, this is the good fact between him and I. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we're good friends, but also I think we have a really good um, complementarity between the skills, the strength and uh, and our weakness. Yeah. And so together, I think we, yeah. it's for this we do such a good so that's, teamwork. So that, that's the power of the end. That's exactly. the objective of this podcast. So tell me the end, the you end. and you. Where are <laughs> you complementary? Oh. I know Greenland, non-Greenland. So that's clear. <laughs> What else in the um, skills? In the skills, <laughs> I mean, he, he knows a lot more about the knowledge about the cold that yeah. I didn't have. So you need to know that in the cold, really cold temperature, you need to react and act um, well, really, really well. And you need to know all of that. And so he had all the knowledge about that with this uh, Yukon expedition and what he did in the past. And I don't know, for myself. Well, I, I, I think um, the, the, the way I see it is... Um, um, uh, I was the the older one, 
with maybe more of the experience in yeah. the polar uh, expeditions, polar yeah. regions in Greenland in itself, um, kayaking too. Yeah. Um, but um, but 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 as much as I have faith in my projects, my dreams, yeah. and uh, we all have our moments of doubts, and I'm yeah. someone who reflects a lot. Yeah. Uh, put myself in in uh, in, mm -hmm. in in question yeah. a lot, yeah. And so, I, I would describe myself as being more like the old guy with the knowledge and the experience. And then Nathan came to complement that in the most beautiful way, being this extremely dynamic, yeah. energetic, yeah. Um, with uh, an optimism that can uh, move mountains. Um, you could you have done it without him? No, 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 of course and not. And vice versa, right? It's the same. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. So yeah. that the complementarity which supports yeah. you. And, 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 and I think in, um, if, if we're talking about business or pro, pro yeah. leading a project, yeah. Um, yeah. to have those two people is, is very strong. The guy we had, which has infinite faith in himself, in, in, in infinite trust in the world, in himself, and, and motivation lots of energy obviously nathan had more of a um athlete yeah. background yeah. Than, than i did yeah um and then they have the guy that is more paused uh that that will think yeah. and look mm. at every details be very perfectionist but also uh sometimes too much so to have this yeah, complementarity yeah. it it gives you a balance yeah, yeah it yeah. gives a balance pushing Yeah. Uh, and 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 knowing when to stop. And, Amazing. And, and you... What's the wisdom? And indeed, it speaks to the business people we are, to scientific people we are. Because okay. you're right, you, you are both uh, moon shotters and hundred percenters. Because you need to to be precise and detailed. Mm, yeah. You have this complementarity. So what you accomplish is certainly not for the faint of heart. And in many ways, it was a risk, right? Um, it takes a certain mindset, a lot of preparation, a lot of resilience to risk forging a new pet or going into the unknown, as you mentioned, Nathan. And in a different way, businesses also need to take a risk and push the envelope. And I've always said that we can learn a lot from explorers like you. What lessons do you think business can take from your experience? Um, well, if I can answer that question, I, I, I think a, a lot of the elements are in, in your question. Yeah. Um, There are many parallels uh, I'm sure we can do between um, the way a businessman or woman approaches his or her business um, and the way an adventurer approaches his expedition, even more so with an, an entrepreneur in his startup. Um, I've heard um, preparation. I've heard uh, risk management and resilience. Um, you said uh, you talked about the unknown. And for me, that 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 uh, I'll, I'll refer to um, 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 dare to um, push the boundaries, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. go 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 Think further outside the box, Get, getting outside your, your comfort path. zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and the and, purpose, by the way, you so, start with the why, the purpose. Yeah, the purpose. And, yeah, yeah. And then um, and then the mindset. Yeah. Uh, that 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 um, appeals to me. Like, to, passion uh, motivation and i'll yeah. i'll add another aspect in our case and, and and in the business case that is very important is to surround yourself with the right people yeah the like-minded idealist yeah and um the thing with adventures which i think makes it interesting is that they push it 
to the extreme because um, I, I was quite interested recently to have someone reminding me that the word passion uh, comes from the, um, uh, the Latin word passio, yeah, passio. Uh, which means actually suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So passion is it's something true. that burns you from the yeah, inside yeah. out. Yeah. And someone truly passionate mm. will be someone who will give everything, his entire life, his entire uh, being mm -hmm. to his heart, art. Yeah. And so in that sense, he has to push everything to the extreme, his methods, his um, um, training. Intuition, intuition, training, experience to, to the extreme. And so that makes it an in interesting, interesting case study. Yeah, yeah. Um, so determination it, is important, like in business, yeah, to be yeah, determined yeah, yeah. to go after your passion. Yeah. So um, yeah. if, I, I think this is a, a question that needs, a, that deserves uh, yeah. more development, but um, If you're talking about preparation, for example, preparation is absolutely key. Um, uh, you take your project, you divide it in, into those small goals, and then you have your project plan. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, okay, I went to, thousand, uh, to, to, to kayak a thousand kilometer coast along one of the <laughs> roughest coasts in the world. Yeah. Um, but first, I need to know how to sit in a kayak because yeah. back then yeah. uh, <laughs> I didn't know how. Yeah, yeah. So and then yeah. you, you need to be good at it. Yeah. Uh, now define good and uh, put some uh, in incremental goals yeah. towards that ideal yeah. good. And so preparation, yeah, uh, risk management to know yeah. when to stop, yeah. um, consistency, because yeah. I love this phrase, but I think you love it too, yeah. uh, by uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. He talks about consistency because nothing of worth ever comes easy. Yeah. Um, he says, Dreams without goals are just dreams. Yeah. And then he carries on saying, um, because without commitment, you'll never start. And without consistency, you'll never finish. Yeah. Wow. And it's about that discipline, yeah. consistency. Discipline. You have to, you need the drive to, to be able to, to dive. Yeah. But then you be also be able to keep going and going yep. and going. Um, and this speaks to our hearts because it's about uh, the human elements and the human connection we are talking about, right? Uh, at Solvay's true is in our DNA. Actually, our founder used to climb the Matterhorn yeah. mountain, all right? Yeah, in yeah. Switzerland. In Switzerland. Uh? And he did it uh, 80, at age 80 plus, right? There is still a cabin, uh, a refuge <laughs> yeah, with yeah, his yeah, name yeah. out there. But we are so proud. You said you, you are proud of it. We are proud of you, right? Thanks I mean, this is just Thanks. amazing. I'm sure many people listening will be inspired by you and want to follow in your footsteps. What advice would you tell them? Uh, mm, what if? I think the first one is, um, well, yeah, for me, I have a sentence. Life belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. <laughs> and it's really that. Just never give up. Go and uh, try it. I mean, even if you don't succeed, yeah. it's nothing. And dream big. So Yeah, dream big. Uh, the other one is yeah, train. Train hard, physically and mentally. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you're well prepared, I think you are ready for everything. Yeah. And even if it's not going well, you don't have some deception or anything. Because you train hard and you try to give yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think sharing also, it's quite important because dreaming is good, but I think dream is only real really when it's sharing yeah. and, and you shared something, don't keep it for yourself. Yeah. So it's quite good to find a way also to share it. And, um, last but not least, I think if you go on a polar expedition, don't forget your toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> And would you have enough uh, toilet paper for? <laughs> we have just enough. So did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And about you, is it <laughs> exhaustive? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, we, we had enough. They had enough. Um, yeah, I would say um, never fail to try because the, the only real failure yeah. is not trying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. fear, remorse, yeah. not regrets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing for me. Yeah. Um, then um, I really like this phrase by Jacques Brel. Uh, um, I put it in my very first presentation years ago. Um, that uh, true talent is the strong desire to achieve your dreams. Yeah. And he says that the rest is only sweat and <laughs> discipline. Yeah. Um, so try not to compare yeah. and don't blame yourself for not being talented enough. Yeah. Blame yourself for being lazy yeah. or not putting yeah. the work in. Not enough. Um, Because I don't work. believe. Yeah. 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 Because I don't believe in the accident of nature. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are not yeah. the natural talent. I, I I think it's about work and dedication. Absolutely, and... absolutely. And I think it's about the grit. It's more important than yeah. talents, right? Yeah. And and you, you need to have hard work. And I say to my people, IQ is a commodity. You need more mm. than IQ these days, right? You didn't talk about fun. I hope you had fun as well. <laughs> What's yeah. next for you? You dream about your next thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, still I have, a secret? Or? I have expedition. <laughs> no, I have expedition in my head, maybe yeah. more in the challenge and sport way. Yeah. But uh, I think, first of all, what I wanted to do is well, change a bit my professional career and okay. uh, go more in the guiding and, and maybe do a alpine guide and bring people like you and I uh, to, to try to push the limits. Really? Okay. And more than that, maybe I can bring... try with you. With pleasure. Frankly, after <laughs> when, this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I need a lot of training. But... <laughs> wow, well, we could push that, no problem. <laughs> so that's yeah. nice. And not more for that, I think do that with kids also. They had some uh, some difficulties. Wow. I think bring them to the mountain and, and push them beyond their limits. Yeah. I think it's really good yeah. stuff to discover yourself. And uh, for those kids, it could be yeah. great. Yeah. And yeah. what about you? What's um, next? <laughs> What's, What's next? in your in your heart and uh, mind and dreams? So in my heart and dreams, uh, in my heart and dreams, this this project made made me really think. Um, and I think finally, I I can I can say, I found the way to live from adventure. Uh, mm -hmm. So now I'm I'm diving into it hundred um, percent. And I I I made two observations during this expedition. The first one being that adventures are the natural ambassadors for field science, if we're talking about remote areas at yeah, least. Yeah. Um, and that allows for very uh, ecological and very economical ways to do science, much more than what is done at the moment. I could put numbers and, uh, on it, et cetera. But, but um, throughout all our talks with the scientists, yeah. um, this is what, what came up uh, really strongly. So I believe adventurers have a role to play and I want to take mine seriously. Yeah. And I want to do expeditions, um, not only one, but I want to okay. build something that will be able to put expeditions at the service of science. And like, like we did with the kayaking, mm -hmm. yeah. tailor make yeah. those expeditions to the needs of the scientists. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and my scientific background also helps. So that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, So that's the first observation I made. Then the second observation is almost as important. And um, it's, uh, sorry. Um, it's the fact that scientists 
need a voice. Yeah. Uh, they need a voice and they need to, they need that we get it out to the general public. Absolutely. Loud and clear. Yeah. Um, and there's a need for vulgarization. Absolutely. Also. Education. And so education. Yeah. yeah. And so I yeah. think those two together, um, they are very important. Yeah. And that's why in May 2024, I want to go back to Greenland and go back on the ice cap and go back for another expedition and carry on the science that has been started. Because yeah. I think I'm sure things have just started. Yeah. Uh, I want to carry on the science that has been started with those scientists yeah. and, and take it back on the ice cap, take it back uh, along the, the coast. And for those two reasons, yeah. help scientists get a voice and, 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 and do, allow them to do this uh, cheaper, um, more easy access and, 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 and above all, more ecological uh, way to do science. Yeah. And I really believe in the, in the communication aspect because we had this, this phrase with Salve, which we like, um, came up with it reading something, I don't remember, uh, is that today... Uh, an adventurer's responsibility is, uh, isn't to conquer lands, the noble lands to conquer. It's to conquer hearts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And adventure is, is, is human first. Yeah. And we talk to the hearts of people. And then from that, you can, you can say anything. You can, you can spread messages, which will go much yeah. deeper into, into people's hearts and souls. And, and, and if we're talking about climate change, environment, protection, uh, these are very important nowadays, of course, and, and, and I think it's, I can play a role in that and I'm really excited about it. Outstanding. Oh. Um, I mean, you have just highlighted the power of the end. I mean, the two of you complementary. You are adventurer and explorers and scientific people and you support science. You talk about the, the beauty of communicating, specifically fighting the climate change. Yeah. Um, you have beautiful swords and you are strong as I've never seen, right? Thank you. Um, and those big dreams and achieving those big dreams, that's what makes sense. And that's what exactly we want our people to do. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Jill and Nathan, for joining us today. Your passion for exploration, for forging new paths and advancing climate science is so motivating to all of us. And there is so much we can learn. I can continue this conversation for so long, but I'm sure We'll continue the journey together. Thank you. Thank you very much for inspiring us. Thank Thanks you very you. much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for joining us today. For more information or to listen to other episodes, visit our website. And if you like these podcasts, don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, be safe.